0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Drive Tribe Talks podcast, episode eleven. Today we've got Jason Hassett, Daniel Berman, and Charles North. Our Jason's first foursome.
1: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way I to that it. The episode. Could have warned of our
0: me. Podcast right there.
1: How Coming are in all red doing? hot. <laughs> doing all right, Alex. How about yourself?
0: Doing all right. Living the. COVID life.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. fun, right?
0: Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's just a shit ton of news this week, isn't there? I mean, we've got news about the new Raptor for 2021. Uh, That's going to have 725 horsepower come from the GT500 engine.
1: Yeah, let's not talk mm. about that.
0: <laughs>
2: if it hasn't got a Hellcat, it's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But which, which do you think will be better, the Hellcat or... Not the Hellcat, terrible question. The uh, <laughs> new Raptor or the TRX? TRX. Why would you buy either? Yeah,
2: why, why, are, why, why are they trying to give them, like, dinosaur names as well? Like, we got the Raptor, and then what is essentially the T-Rex? Yeah. Like,
0: what's
2: the, you know...
1: One's what's the big, big and he can't swing his arms. The other one's a little small, ferocious little animal. Or actually, not really a little, but, you know, you can kill a hell of a lot quicker.
3: Yeah. What's the purpose for one of these cars? I I don't get it. What's the use case?
2: I I mean, look, think of it this way, right? So if if you're approaching middle age, like I am, um, then, you know, obviously I'm only 31, right? But, I mean, I imagine in five or six years' time, if I was to buy, like, a Camaro or a Mustang, people would look at me like I'm having a problem, especially now that I've shaved my head. So uh, a pickup truck makes more sense because you're still trying to show off, but it's utilitarian as well. So blocking one of those massive engines into one and allowing you to drive as quickly as a Mustang. um, Well,
0: you're also... also, This is coming from the person who wants to put a Hellcat engine in what was it, an old F-150 or an old Ram?
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: or a Beetle,
2: uh primarily a Beetle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking um, of speaking of the uh what was it the TRX? I was yeah. just formally invited to go up to New York City to go see all those concepts, especially also the Jeep Wagoneer, uh and a couple other things made by FCA. Oh nice Chrysler Pacifica. Like who the hell wants to see a Chrysler Pacifica? Where are they even holding them? Uh, in Brooklyn, mm. overlooking Manhattan, the Statue of Liberty, and something else. That's oh, yeah. on the 29th of September. Yeah.
0: I mean, you asked the question, what's the point of those pickups? What's the point of the Jeep Trackhawk or the Durango well, Hellcat?
3: I mean, Lex Luthor here made a good point. There's no actual purpose, I guess, yes yeah. um... It's uh, filling. Like how- it, it's, I mean, it's it's filling this good. market segment of. Um, somebody likes a truck and somebody likes a Mustang. They buy this. It's sort of like this. I, I'm I'm the supreme master of Midwest. with me and my yeah. 700 horsepower pickup.
2: Yeah, I really think it's like that 50 year old guy whose wife won't let him buy a motorbike, and he'll look stupid in uh-huh. a Mustang. So this is like the closest thing he can get to his youth without. No, my like cock's this. not small. I promise. Well, I mean, mine is so I would understand this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the balls hanging underneath the, the bed of the truck, swaying like this. They're, they're getting lower with each year, so.
0: <laughs> those were we had a video that went up a few weeks ago that was asking, "What's the worst karma karma that you can buy?" And Somebody commented on our post that the little, like the, the little balls angle were some of the worst.
2: I don't think that's true. Stronach. I think they. But I do think they look way better on a bicycle because people look more because like it's closer to where those things should be. So
1: yeah. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right on that one. But no, (laughs) I don't want that image in my head.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I took them off my bike.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh man. (laughs) Okay Uh, then Well uh,
0: Lex Luthor Let's go ahead and ask what news you've got For us So
2: I initially Yesterday I was going to talk about the whole Williams kerfuffle from last week Because you know obviously that's a big deal in F1 But then I was thinking to be honest The bigger deal right now this week Is uh, Sebastian Replacing Perez for Aston Martin Which is pretty Insane Yeah there was some big news yeah. Well, uh,
0: Aston has a new racing team.
2: Well, their racing point is turning into Aston Martin next year. Uh, Lawrence Stroll is the owner, and they obviously weren't going to replace Lance Stroll, his son. So if they were going to take Vettel, it was going to be Perez that goes. Because um, as we've learned anything from Americans, they're narcissists, like your president. But We won't get into that conversation. Um, but anyway, the... Uh, yeah, so we learned a couple of nights ago that, basically, Perez is stepping away, and he also said that if he goes on sabbatical, he's going to retire, so basically, if he doesn't get a seat by the end of the year, he's, he's retiring, but I imagine he'll go to either Alfa Romeo or Haas or, you know, I, to be honest, at this point, I would love if Red Bull just got rid of fucking Alex Albin and was like, no, Perez is here, that would be amazing.
0: That would be nice, um,
2: but I, I don't know, I get why Aston Martin's doing it, but I think it's a bad call. Like, Perez is a more consistent driver than Vettel, and he's got a... I think, you know, he, as the car upgrade got better, I think he could have done way better than Vettel will. Because uh, Vettel's been really crap this year.
0: Well, so, Ferrari's kind of I mean, been kicking him too. They haven't been really doing him justice. And I mean, really Ferrari in general this year has been doing shit. Last F1 race, both Ferraris were out within the first few laps. I think. Yeah.
3: yeah. I'm hoping Sunday goes
0: as well as week. How that's much
3: you think is week. sort of PR? Because Vettel is sort of a bigger name.
2: Yeah, I think I think when you look at it like from that perspective, I think that's the only way it makes sense is that Lawrence Stroll also owns a majority share in Aston Martin. So it's a big advertising campaign for Aston Martin to have this wartime world champion on presumably advertisements for Aston Martin next year. So I think yeah. it's more about PR than than anything else.
3: And I mean to be uh, fair, he's not exactly a bad driver.
2: No, no, he's a very good driver and maybe maybe we'll see him do really really well especially um you know Aston Martin there's going to be a lot of money pumped into that car. So potentially he could be up on the grid again next year, which would be great to see. Um but you know Perez lives like an hour and a half from me, so I was kind of rooting for him. So. Right. <laughs> well, if
0: we're talking about kind of like F1 changes and all of that, I want to go back to what happened to Williams in a bit because I have no clue what happened to them. But Renault, they're changing to Audi Alpine now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah, which makes sense. Does it? Yeah, well, well think, think from this perspective, right? So if you're Renault, you're a massive, massive force in manufacturing of cars. They're one of the biggest producers in the world. So if they're pumping all of this money in... First, secondly, they're part French-owned, so they're like a semi-state company. So if they're Mm. pumping all of this money into Formula 1 and then arriving fifth or less, it makes Renault, the brand, look bad. Uh, Therefore, the the French government's not going to enjoy that they're pumping money into a losing brand. Whereas if they change to Alpine, if Alpine come fifth, that's amazing for Alpine. So I think it makes sense. Yeah.
1: Speaking of F1, I want to talk about how surprising this race was that happened last week.
2: Oh, Jesus, man. That that race. Oh. I'm really, really annoyed that science didn't pass Gasly because I hate Gasly. Um, <laughs> I, I, I hate French people uh, in general, but Gasly particularly. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, I, I, the weird thing is... I love France as a country. If you could take France and replace all the French people with you know, Hungarians or something, it would be an incredible place. So the only problem with France is French people. Paris. And, uh, that's,
0: that's a significant problem, real. isn't it? It, it is. is it's a
2: country. America, America has the same problem. America's biggest problem is Americans.
3: But, yeah, like...
1: <laughs> the stupid not one. Not <laughs> one.
3: <laughs> I think... I think it, Jerry Seinfeld put it well. Uh, I think New York is barely counts as um america so it's manhattan is a small island off the coast of america <laughs>
2: yeah but no speaking of last last week's f1 race was crazy yes. well said something Hamilton, about williams Hamilton. yeah well last week was williams last uh race with the family involved so the been really? yeah the team's been sold it's going to keep the same name but uh, Claire Williams and Frank Williams stepped down as of last week. Um, which, to be honest, it's a bad thing for nostalgia, but it's a great thing for the team. Um, because, you know, you can't have a woman in charge of Formula One. It just, it's not going to work. You know, it's a man's job.
1: Speaking so. <laughs> of a whole bunch of people leaving, uh, I found out this week um, that Bubba Wallace, thanks to Greg, I... Greg Engel writing his article that uh, Bubba Wallace is is parting ways with NASCAR team Richard Petty. Oh wow, Well okay. really
0: he wasn't he didn't only just leave he was suspended from NASCAR for writing some or maybe I'm confusing two people but I think that he was given like a suspension from NASCAR for writing some like over the top tweet
1: and I, I don't give a crap about tweets on that one. Just um, if you don't, if you guys don't know, Bubba Wallace was the uh, victim of one of them racial things didn't, at NASCAR. Yeah, I
2: think they put a that, noose in his car or something. A few like months that. ago, yeah. Didn't that turn out though that the noose was? yes, yeah. mm-hmm. it was there for years. It was like a they had just changed pit garage or something.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know. Well, I I
2: feel bad. I feel bad for him though, because apparently he didn't know that, and you know he actually didn't. You know, and then everyone gave him shit for it. But
1: anyway, yeah, he's he's leaving the team, and um, you know, and he's moving on to other things at the moment. But uh,
2: so, is he leaving NASCAR or is he just leaving the team?
1: No, right now he is. Entertaining offers from teams for next season, including Chip Ganassi Racing. And uh, he's also signed a whole bunch of uh, several high-profile sponsors for personal services contracts. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it was crazy. He's 26 years old, too. And he has yeah you know, 103 career cup starts, 9 career top 10s and his best season is 5th at the Daytona Oval in August. And he Should
3: finished um, second in the
1: 2018 Daytona 500. You know? it would be amazing
2: if he joined like IndyCar or Formula 1 so we could see if he can turn right as well as turning left. Mm-hmm. I that would, would cool.
1: love to see an American, a good driving American in Formula 1. I mean, IndyCar there's always there's a whole bunch of is people. There, ones. is but there an in, is there an
2: American in no, there's a Canadian
0: Good one. Stroll. Yeah. That's Stroll, yeah. yeah. Is there any Is there any American?
2: When's the last American in Formula 1?
1: Uh, I don't even think we have
0: an American
1: in... Uh, the F- who's the... Andretti? Wasn't Andretti? Um, in
3: there have been yeah. two uh, Andretti, yeah.
1: Okay. So...
0: And also, just, just going back to clarify my prior statement, it was Mike Wallace who was suspended.
2: Ah, uh, okay. okay.
0: Different people, yep. same last name.
2: Not, not to be confused with Chris Wallace, the Fox presenter.
0: <laughs> Clarified that very well, good stuff. Yes. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, Daniel, do you have anything?
3: I do. Let's talk about this lucid air shit. Um, remember about <laughs> four years ago, all these uh, Tesla killers come out, like Faraday Future and all that stuff. Um... We finally have the delivery. One of them made it through Lucid Air. Um, Seems quite promising. Apparently they have a factory somewhere. Um, It's a little pricey. Um, The CEO is saying that they're going after S-Class buyers as opposed to Tesla Model S buyers, which potentially uh, the interior certainly looks to be a step above what Tesla can currently offer. Um, The specs as well, although unproven, the base model, which starts at 80,000, I believe, Um, has yet to have its specs announced, but um, top-range models about $170,000 with, like, the $10,000 you get in tax incentives. Uh, You're getting about 500 miles of range, some pretty fast charging, about 1,100 horsepower in a 0-60 to time for 2.5 seconds, quarter-mile in about 10 seconds. Um, It's interesting. I mean, the thing is, You've got a viable competitor here to Tesla in terms of specs, if these, if these specs are the case. Um, the interior, if you want to pull it up, um, some people are saying they love it. I think the steering wheel looks like it's straight out of a Chrysler Pacifica. This sort of black and white two-tone that they have going in all of their press images looks very much GM, Chevy, Bolt, minivanny, And you can see some Porsche Taycan inspiration. The windshield's obviously taken inspiration from the Model X. It's interesting, but I, I think that the people they're targeting with this car um, aren't the type that take risks, especially on a new car, com- especially with a new car company. So, if they're trying to start out with this, it's a little weird. Tesla, when they started with their Roadster, it was basically a Lotus uh, heavily modified. But um, those kinds of customers were willing to take a risk if they're willing to buy a Lotus to begin with. <laughs> um, once you're going after this sort of premium segment, it's hard to find. People that are willing to risk $170,000, at least, for one yeah. of these cars.
0: I guess I, it worked for Fisker, though. I mean, significantly Fisker? more expensive Lucid Air, but...
3: Fisker didn't work. Fisker shut the bed.
0: Well, some people bought them, though, for, like, what? They start at 70000
3: even though they're supposed to be forty. This is
0: $170,000. I know, but they risked... $70,000 is still significant.
3: Yeah, but they didn't what's sell. essentially
0: a crappy startup with a terrible interior in regards to space. So, I mean, what, if the they're just targeting a slightly richer audience, that I guess are going to have that same...
3: Um, I mean, same the CEO power. put it well. Let me just get the quote here. Um, uh, it says that the air is for someone who has a Mercedes S-Class and says, 10 years ago, I wouldn't have been that interested in electric. Tesla's piqued my interest. I love what Tesla is doing with electricity, but I'm not getting out of my Mercedes for a Model S. Which is a sound concept in theory. But that would work slightly better if Tesla made a more upscale Model S.
0: How how
3: I've, many people are in that mentality? Um, uh, I mean, just my, but I'm... My background, I'm Jewish and my entire family works around Wall Street. So these are the kind of people that kind of buy these old people luxury sedans. Um, They give a shit about small things. And if the closest place to... If there's eight service centers for these cars, they don't want to. They lease cars and they're willing to take a huge bath on them because it's easy. Yeah. And I mean somebody's considering a model s and 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 they say no because the cup holder is weird that's the kind of pickiness that you're getting to at this price all they want is what what will make it easiest for me and i'm not the people that give a shit about an 1100 horsepower super sedan are not your typical s-class buyer i don't know where the market for this car is it's certainly cool um i can see why some people would buy it over a model s I personally wouldn't for the time being. I might I might consider it in the future if that were something I'd be interested in, but for the time being, no. Well,
0: I guess if we're talking about all this kind of stuff and weird kind of Tesla competitors and all of this fun, so I'm not even sure if I would call Lucid Air Tesla competitors because the price range is fucking ridiculous. Um, but- can,
2: can, I just, can I just point out as well, I hate Lucid Air now because I dropped off the call twice right now. Both times I went onto their website, I got a blue screen of death, which I haven't got on this laptop yet. Coincidence?
3: Coincidence? Maybe. They're they're trying very hard to be the sort of super design luxury option, which is, I mean, I guess, sure, but even you go on their website, the configurator is needlessly overdoing it.
2: I, I think trying to be an electric... Like, S-Class is a bad idea because I think in two years' time, we're going to have an electric S-Class. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like...
0: Yeah, once that yeah, comes... You, that, you, and know,
3: it you know, what nobody's talking mm-hmm. about is they've got all these crazy specs. Like, where? It's taken Tesla 10 years and a lot of money to get to where they are. Somewhat reliable. Yes. Their powertrains are very reliable. Where are they... And, they're saying they've got um, 32 sensor, LiDAR, radar, ultrasonic, um, self-driving. And I mean, I give Tesla a lot of shit for marketing their full self-driving feature and letting you pay $8,000, I think, for something that doesn't work um, and it's falsely advertised. But out of which corner of their assholes are they pulling all of this technology from? reliably? Back left, I imagine. Because if you're looking at Aston Martin with their... Um, Electric rapid, they worked with uh, Rimac um, <clears> to get the technology. And, um, I mean, Porsche's Porsche, I'm sure they've been working on the Taycan platform for a while, but they have all the money and the engineering. Um, I
1: would love This is hearing. just
3: a few former Tesla engineers and some people and not that much money. You've got some Saudi investment. I forget exactly how much I have here. Yeah, $1 billion in Saudi investment dollars. That's not a lot. To, when it comes to
2: R and D of a car, a car no, it's it's not.
3: I mean, it, especially a car like this. You you've got essentially, yeah. um, Veyron performance from a sedan, but without any of the infrastructure to keep that up. And they quote these insane charging times. You can get sixty percent of your battery in twenty minutes of charging. Sounds a lot like a Galaxy Note 7 We'll
1: just calling uh-huh. bullshit.
3: I mean, I'm not calling bullshit. I'm sure they've done tests on it. I'm just not sure about the reliability of it. I mean, who knows? I mean, they, they figured it out. But.
1: You know, it, it could be.
2: Yeah, it, it could be. I mean, it could be a case of maybe they just, you know, managed to get the right engineers and the right people and they've pulled it off. But it, I get what you mean. It is a little bit suspicious that a company like Tesla hasn't got those sort of features when they have more money, more investment, more time, more expertise probably.
3: Yeah, It's really, really, really easy to build a fast electric car. Really yeah. easy. There's not much engineering. It's simple. This amount of current yeah. goes into the electric motor. You've got mm-hmm. this size of the battery. It's packaging and um, energy density, which is the real issue. They're using a 115 yeah. kilowatt hour battery, which is 13 more than Tesla. They use 100 kilowatt hour packs. They get around 400 miles of range. Uh, To get more range and... Uh, Acceleration's about the same, but it seems that their top-end acceleration is better, but with um, vastly better charging. I struggle to see how they can get to that reliably. It's very easy to build a one-off prototype that will do this. But I I think what people people said about the Taycan holds true. The fact that you can go through heat cycles and um, really put it through its paces is why it costs almost a quarter of a million dollars for the Turbo S. and to buy a Taycan right now, you'd have to be either insanely wealthy or insane, or both. It's um, <laughs> great. But you can't, you can't really buy one logically. A Tesla gives identical performance, maybe not over and over and over again, but it gives pretty similar performance, decent quality, and um, a yeah. lot more infrastructure. I think the biggest thing that Tesla has right now is their supercharger network. Because mm-hmm. you can go anywhere. It's very well built out, and they keep expanding in it. Fast. A yeah. Tesla has stopped being an inconvenience.
1: Yeah, and I just I mean, other than when it interior... dies on the road and it takes up the traffic lane. Yeah, I mean because you'll still have those idiot drivers just going all the way till the battery dies. Yeah, uh. I
3: mean, autopilot, full self-driving. That's bullshit. You could buy that option four years ago on a lease yeah i have it never enabled and it, you can still pay it. i think it's eight thousand bucks for it that's bullshit. um but autopilot is good it can it, it's kind it of like,
1: you know backs of it's by far
3: the it's by
2: far the best of these like quote-unquote self-driving systems out there but that's obvious yeah. because to to do that, to, to make a system work like that, you need real-world testing, and no one else has been able to do real-world testing.
3: Right, and that's right. Just they a system. they've got hundreds of thousands of just vehicles. That, even if the person doesn't have the option enabled, you've got eight cameras around that thing, and it's constantly recording, sending data. Yeah.
0: The second closest thing to Tesla's autopilot is GM. what they have in Cadillacs right now. I forget Super the name great. of it. Super Cruise. I'd say that's the second best thing (laughs) to autopilot. It sounds
2: like, honestly, I I hate the name Super Cruise as well because it genuinely sounds like you've downloaded the pro version of Grindr.
1: Um, (laughs) It's just... It's an awful name. It's an awful name. Oh, man. (laughs) uh,
2: (laughs) Trust trust General Motors to do that. like.
1: uh, so, but um, I got some of my teachers
0: watching this. They'll, they'll be in first <laughs> Oh,
2: <my> god. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, none of them are sitting there going, How do they know I use Grinder? You're not supposed to have access to that information.
1: Yeah, it really grinds my gear. What's this super cruise thing? Shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: They're going to
2: find me now. Oh uh, yeah, right. You, turn, you try and turn self-driving on on your on your Cadillac or whatever. It's like engaging super cruise. The nearest gay bar is. Oh, it's like, wait, whoa, whoa, what what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like I, I, I think to go back to your point of the lucid air, I just think. I, I one I hate this. Th- there's a tiny part of it that I hate, and the reason I'd probably never buy one, even if I had the money, is when they say they're trying to be the S class of electric cars or whatever. It's the same as how everyone is trying to be the Uber of this or the Airbnb of this. It's like stop trying I'm to do. Wrong this. with
3: Airbnb. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the moment, a lot. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, sorry, but yeah, yeah. But, but for no, me, what I'm, I mean
2: is, uh, you know, I, I think it's maybe because I worked in the startup world a lot, and I used to hate people being like, Jay, I have this great idea, right? Imagine an Uber for, like, your pets, and I'm just like, oh, I don't care, just stop, like, don't describe <laughs> it like that, you know, never, because you're just setting yourself up for failure, you're like, we're the yeah. S-Class of electric cars, oh, well, Mercedes are releasing the S-Class of electric cars next year, and it's called the S-Class, you know, so let's yeah, stop having
3: true. this conversation. Well, like, exactly what exactly is wrong with the S-Class yeah. Nothing. Uh, class. Uh, if you yeah. want an S-Class, why don't you just go buy an S-Class?
1: The only thing Because
0: want he wants to be electric.
3: Yeah. Do, you do, the only do you know thing? where they'll say, sell millions of these? Los Angeles.
1: I, I was, was going to say, the only thing wrong with S-Class is that if you buy an S-Class now, in a year or so time, maybe even a couple, whatever, years' time, it's going to be so depreciated, you're you're going to want to kill yourself, probably. I, I think You'll think think just
2: wake problem. up in the morning
0: and be like, oh, man, I've lost $2,000 just let's, by waking up. Have a great let's, day. Let's be
2: honest, though. Let's be honest, though. The person who buys a brand new S-Class does not
3: give they, a shit they about appreciation. Exactly. They all lease it. That's the thing. Like I was saying, as little effort as possible, I'm going to lose $50,000, but I don't have to worry about it. And yeah. I mean, speaking about S-Class depreciation, like a 2014 S-Class, like the current generation that's just going out, they're a great deal. You can get them for $30,000. twenty five thirty thousand. dollars 30000 And that's
1: the same with Maserati.
0: I mean, until you, you can... take into account, though, all the electronic gizmos, that will break down inevitably. Nice. A Mercedes? In office,
1: class. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. whoa,
2: whoa. Mercedes, 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 Mercedes never have problems. Ask Lewis Hamilton.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. You know, and the thing is, uh, it's just like Maserati, Maseratis. After Maserati, they have problems they depreciate you know i you know in a couple years time hundred and ten thousand 000 maserati will cost about 45
2: yeah well yeah i I mean you're you're talking about like the people who like i said again the people who buy a brand new s-class no i'm not talking about leasing i mean the people who actually buy them they're using that depreciation through an accountant to write off tax so they can use the appreciation of the car against their tax bill. So like they, they don't care. You know, like that's... I mean if
0: if we're talking about Maserati here, have we seen the MC twenty?
3: You know, I look at that, I couldn't give less of a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just... Okay. It's just I mean how much is it how much does it cost? I saw somewhere it was two hundred thousand dollars. Is that is that the ballpark?
0: I don't think they've released the pricing for it yet.
3: But, I mean, I mean who It's gonna gives have a, a two point
0: nine second zero to sixty uh, twin turbocharger yeah. V six. It'll go two hundred and one miles an hour. So yeah, I mean, it's Maserati. The reason why it's such a big deal is it's Maserati's first
1: act proper hypercar, sport, sports car, supercar, whatever well, you want. The, whatever like, you, want. Um, I mean, you know, fears.
2: you know, the biggest problem is I think if it you really have
1: looks like a Rimac,
2: but if you have two hundred thousand dollars in your pocket, who like you have to be brain dead to buy a Maserati. Like, at yeah. that price range, there is so many... I'm sorry, but fuck hybrids. For $200,000, I'm driving a Lambo. Like, fuck that. Or a
0: McLaren. McLaren. The issue not the
3: hybrid. M- McLaren has sort it's of ruined crush. this this yeah. whole segment because um, they figured out a way... They basically have one engine, and they all make 800 yeah. horsepower. They say the 570S makes 600. It, it's one engine.
1: Um, bullshit. This it's all one engine.
3: They figured out a way to just get insane power and fuel efficiency and decent robustness, um, and I, you've just got—it's it, a standard thing. You've got a twin-turbo V8, V6, uh, eight-speed auto. Yeah, probably really great traction.
2: But it's well, got billionaire doors.
3: It's got billionaire.
1: Yeah, and, our, yeah. yeah, yeah somebody Roddy probably somebody's gonna drive it. Yeah, of course, my Ferrari probably won't let me drive it because I might pop its tire again. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like there's a backstory yeah. to that.
3: <laughs> can I just say, speak talking about Supercross, can we quickly talk about the demise of Aston Martin over the past three years? Absolutely. That, Let's that is Whoa. depressing.
1: And and the resurgence, which is coming next year, you watch. Uh, I mean, that was a beautiful. Um, that's a beautiful Aston that, came, that they just showed. That
3: Victor, Victor. Um, I, I'm just talking, like this whole new um huh. second century plan that they were like DB11 DBS uh, new Vantage. <laughs> They took. Um, let's start with DBS. Um, Vanquish. That that was one of the prettiest cars made in the last hundred years. Yes. Um, they switched to those. Um, uh. They 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 funded. Fuck you. They funded, <laughs> <laughs> right now,
1: right now, right,
2: right now. All right. This is the problem with these Americans. They have no
3: taste. <laughs> no, the fundamental said. thing was. <laughs> as
1: well as most cars made in a
3: hell
0: of a long time.
3: A- I think Aston Martin didn't realize. Um, What their customers wanted. Nobody, five years ago, nobody bought an Aston Martin because it was faster or had better quality by any margin. Um, Nobody gave a shit about cylinder deactivation. Um, They were sort of the last semi modern brand to just offer naturally (sighs) aspirated, wonderful engines with manual transmissions. Great style. They made no sense. Okay, so I'm going
0: to have to stop you there, though, because you've got to realize, right? Aston Martin is currently getting screwed by regulations and all of that. Keep in mind here, they literally had to turn a Toyota, like the little Toyota City car, into an Aston no, Martin to ago. lower their emissions.
3: Oh, I love that thing. Well, that was eight well, years. so, ago. I mean...
0: Here's,
2: here's why the resurgence is going to happen, though, right? So you've got... You've got a guy who just bought, essentially, I know it's not solely him, but you've got a guy who just bought the company who has a racetrack in his back garden and is a collector of old cars, including a lot of Aston Martins, right? I think what he wants to do from everything I've heard is he wants to bring Aston Martin back to, like, you know, its kind of classical grand touring routes. Mm-hmm.
3: And given that,
2: and they've got Mercedes engines. Uh, oh, Tobias uh, That, that yeah. guy's
3: going to save them. That's that, that oh, what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And like the, the thing is though, if they put Mercedes engine in, they stick to making them hand built. Look, hand building is a problem for quality a lot of the times, but if they do it right, you, you can kind of overcome those issues. When they you can look past those when you know it's hand built. Because you're you're looking at wealthy people here. They want something that's like, right. oh, it's custom built for me. You know, that's what they care about. So I think you've I, I think they just don't they need to stop trying to fight other manufacturers I think that's a problem like if you look at they're trying to make an SUV well I know they have an SUV but it, I hate that but you know it's if they just right. stick to making pure hand-built incredible Grand Tours and focus all their attention on making that as good as can be then they right. could be the Rolls-Royce of your nat- naturally aspirated beautiful hand-built British uh-huh.
3: tours. you know I, they, I, I, only- what they really should have done is they should have taken that B12 which I mean It's an old engine, but it's developed. I think what they should do is it's counterproductive. What you want... If you want a fast Aston Martin, they've done what's logical. They've turboed them, uh, 8-speed, smooth 8-speed. A new DBS is fucking fast. It's almost 800-horse. And that's the efficient way to do it. But um, what I think Aston customers want is sort of um, a brutal inefficiency, but maybe slightly more performance. So if they just kind of brute forced the evolution of that old V twelve, it wouldn't have been nearly as powerful as the turbo engines that they have now. Yeah. But um it evolved I, I, enough so that it isn't it isn't irrelevant. Maybe update it, the transmissions because those single clutches were a bit brutal. It's just,
2: but. It's just for me, I, I think like does anyone actually buy an Aston Martin? Like does anyone actually buy an Aston Martin because they want a really f- fast car? Yeah. You know, they, they because at the end of the day, if you're gonna spend that kind of money on an Aston Martin and your goal is to get a really fast car, then you're gonna buy a Ferrari, you're gonna buy a Lamborghini, or you're gonna buy something else. I, cars, you know? I
0: you know? have so to say, yeah. you look ask I they must think that they have some sort of customer base for that because they're developing the Valkyrie, whatever the other version of the Valkyrie is, the whatever. they made the Vulcan. As well, you know, I mean, they've got a good but, set of But if you look at one, but they made so an, an SUV. The they ride.
2: made an SUV as well. So I think what yeah. that shows is that they're they they were going into financial heartbreak, and they were grasping at straws. They were like, okay, what's a bigger market? Let's try and get right. into that. You and
3: know? I mean, if you are looking at the market, um, turboed eight-speed supercars that are easy to use, that's where the money lies. Yeah, but they've sort of at the same time. Um, I don't know if you've sat in a, one of those newer Athens. They are technically sort of hand built, but you. Turbocharging engines gives a very sort of. um... Y- you feel like you're being moved. You don't. There's something moving you along. You, you don't feel anything happening. It's an engine. Yeah. It, it's an
1: engine. And it
3: does its job. <laughs> 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 it
1: moves. you Good. move very. You know, quickly. you're being moved. Makes, yeah, I feel that in it, my. Yeah, it, that makes,
3: it makes it makes some end. noise. Yeah. The interior is. Uh, yeah, okay. This is nice leather. Um. Yeah, that's some Mercedes satellite navigation. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. You know, like.
0: Isn't Aston getting rid of Mercedes engine, moving to their? Yeah, own they are. Stuff now. Funnily yeah, enough. Very.
3: The, the, um, the former Mercedes thing. CEO, who is now the Aston Martin CEO, is getting rid of the Mercedes engine, which he developed.
2: Which this is, is a terrible idea,
3: I think, personally. Why? Because... It's a turbo engine. It, it doesn't fit think... the character.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay, okay, it so only means that more parts can go bad.
3: Yeah. Well, that's I what's going to be shit about, about reliability,
0: though.
1: I, I know, mean, like,
0: you don't... When you buy an old alpha or when you bought an alpha back in the day, you knew that it was going to break at some point. But Did just help it make way. this one go okay, You're
2: you're taking over okay. I'm putting myself in the position here of a billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if, if you're uh-huh. If you're taking over Aston Martin, right, I wholeheartedly agree, get rid of the fucking turbos, right? Terrible idea. But surely, surely you can say to Mercedes, can we get a naturally aspirated V8, V12, V10, whatever it is.
0: Mercedes have
2: the capability to make them.
3: They have. Quality. quality They have two engines, which, which are, they're old engines but um i think of it more as the band has had time to practice they're fairly reliable not on the level of the toyota corolla but um they'll start and they'll move they'll need some maintenance but as long as you drive them they'll be fine i still think if they if, if aston martin has the courage to make their next car slower yeah they'll be in a really good place
2: i i think I, mean, I think at the end of the day like it's, it's a case of, if, if they want to keep up with the speed game, then they might as well go electric. But an electric Aston Martin, you know, I don't feel like that's the right customer base. So I think you're right. I think if they focus on making really nice, naturally aspirated engines and not worry about trying to be at the top of the pack speed-wise, they, they will sell better.
0: I mean, yeah. Aston's just going to get hampered by it. And actually, you mentioned the new Mercedes, the old Mercedes CEO being, now being the CEO of Aston. He was probably MG already CEO. thinking about how to make Mercedes AMGs and all that, how to make that electric and how that could possibly no, work. No, the opposite.
3: Very much the opposite. Um, really? The reason he left AMG, um, Tobias Moore's a great guy. Um, mm-hmm. um, basically, uh, the C63, um, th- there was a board meeting uh, whether or not to take it. I think it was a four-cylinder or a six-cylinder. Currently, it has that V8. Um, the board voted for the fourth cylinder He just stoned out so, so it's quite the opposite. See
0: who's left.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, we got coffee. There you go. Okay. So well, I mean,
0: tell you what, we've kind yeah. of kept Charles in the dark here for a little bit, but you had a curious article a week ago of why you think that I could uh, live in my own car, which is a funny concept because I don't have one but uh, not <laughs> sure
1: i was your target audience there oh i mean it's it's you know it was an article i actually just thought of out of the blue um, you know I, I thought about it cuz i've seen a couple videos of people living in their cars i thought about like how, ways to save money and another you know thing about just literally it was it was, a, it was an article about saving money while living in the car and it followed and it, Supposed to follow like the, uh, your typical long term loan of seven years on a car, mm-hmm. and I came to the conclusion that with my own rent that I pay 825 a month here for. Um, move to Mexico, man. Jesus, I, 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 uh, you know, over a seven year span, I'm saving myself almost seven thousand, seventy thousand dollars. Yeah, if if I if I choose to live in my car now, I also added in. You know, everybody's like, oh, how the hell are you going to be able to wash your clothes? How are you going to be able to shower, stuff like that? And I was like, all right, well, I also looked up gym memberships, laundromats, stuff like that. How much do they charge per pound? I asked my buddy. <laughs> when he lived. I was like, hey, how much did you to pay? pay this. For- this is incredible. I-, how- I was like, I asked my buddy how much he paid for, um, his, like, when he went to the laundromat. He said he paid about. I think it was like twenty dollars or so every two weeks, so it was like forty bucks a month or something like that, give or take how much laundry he had to do. Did so, you include
2: uh, insurance and tax as well? Like, or are you planning just park this car on a
3: like on a street? Go, go buy a Volvo V90. Live in that.
0: No, just go in a Walmart parking lot. Well,
2: well no, I think I think even better, right? So you buy a. Well, you, I, this is genius. This is genius. Here in Mexico, this is genius. I could buy a suburban. That thing has enough space for a full dry cleaners in the back. Well, I
1: said you, you I know, said I said either uh, a wagon or a uh, SUV, like a full size SUV, one of them three row ones. Charles, I chose the Chevy Traverse, and I chose the Buick Regal Tour X. Yeah, so, Charles, this well, sounds like a great
3: idea until the very moment you step into the car.
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: then you realize what the fuck have I done with well, what decisions you know, you have I made in my life?
2: you you say that but it could be a very good decision because, because the you guy
1: play, like, you know the guy the the who
2: the guy who started patron uh, tequila and sold it last year for 5.1 billion when he started that company he was living in his car so now i know that, that that's a uh, you know that's a pointless anecdote but maybe that's the key oh, to, no, may, no. maybe that's the key to entrepreneurship living in your car
1: you know, well, that, yeah, I, also you, I mean, the, be the human rest, mind okay. is genuinely
0: I, one of the smartest thing, and I, the human mind is just built to find and solve oh, things and not create that. things.
1: Like just, you, yeah, throw a, you,
0: you, you throw a prison, you throw somebody into prison, and they've got nothing to do, they'll figure out something to do in prison with the little bit yes. of things they have My in dog that.
3: that
1: And I also added in My there, like, saving eat. up for um, saving money on, like, your, your – uh, what the hell is it called? Uh, your cable and stuff like that. Since I I chose Chevy and I chose GM vehicles because they come with Wi-Fi. And you only pay $20 well, or something a month. I, I've got a way
2: you can save even more money, right? If you just move to this side of the border, yeah.
1: So
0: we're,
2: <laughs> we're moving week. into the new – yeah, we're moving into the new house next week. I'll send you guys some pictures later. Six-bedroom house, massive – two hundred and forty five dollars a month
1: my mother-in-law wouldn't like that very much and yeah. if you want to sell
3: drugs <laughs> it's perfect it's like you, you so. say living in your car that, that's fascinating i currently yeah. pay six hundred dollars a month for parking how much six
0: hundred a month in parking
3: i live in manhattan oh, oh. okay yeah Right.
1: Yeah, they uh, New York so, City. Somebody said that there to are, to
3: there are those park. who have parked in New York, and there are those who haven't.
1: I've parked <laughs> in New York. I parked in Brooklyn. Monthly, a, uh, monthly parking. That's where the. I had I had parking in Brooklyn. I was worried. I went to a Christmas party for my work, and I had a GMC Sierra 2500, a big ass mofo. You know, I, I was scared parking on those streets. Because it was just a big truck, and the streets were a little narrow.
0: Well, let me let me just go back to this whole living in your car thing. Because, Charles, I think you skipped one big thing.
1: What was that? Vans. What, quality of life? You I get yourself a
0: van, like a, a good old okay. van, right? And you I'm invest just... like a good maybe $1,000 in your van and making it livable. Do you know how much a like van
3: that? costs...
0: No, like, like, 3, like, you know, an old In Europe, Europe, van, like an old crappy, like, oh, an old van, van, or like a, a Chevy Express van.
3: Yeah. So I had so many comments,
0: you place insulation on your metal floor, then you I place had, a foot on it, you invest, like, a good well, one or $2,000 yeah, into making a good living
1: had, space. Had, yeah, but I had so many comments and replies on that thing that people were like, oh, go RV, go this. One guy actually took it really literally. I can't remember, but he took it so literally. He was like, oh, stupid idea, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, it's just for fun. Don't take it. You know? <laughs> yeah. he, he, well, he's like, again, oh, well, Ford... what about moving around? I'm like, all right, you're in a car. You can, you, you can drive to Florida when it gets cold, and you can move back to Minnesota when it's warm again, you know, literally. No.
2: In, a, in a Ford Transit, you've essentially got more space than a Manhattan studio. No. Yeah, I think so.
0: I think that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I on the bombshell that if you want to live in your car, you should just go and buy an RV.
3: Yeah, right. literally, that's what yeah. a lot of Here's people say.
0: For, but, uh, or,
3: hmm? crazy idea, buy a house. Uh, well, that's, the,
1: that, that's pretty much what I was going to say with the money that you're saving up. Like $70,000 is a great deposit or down payment on a house.
3: Kind of oh, seventy thousand dollars? Is it? Do-, do you know how much a parking spot costs in New York? If you want to buy a spot, my garage will let you buy a spot. Do you do know, know s- how much it costs? Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. What? Well, for seventy thousand, for seventy
2: thousand dollars, you could buy the house that I'm currently living in, which has five stables a corral for horses, a swimming pool, an outdoor kitchen, um, and a gazebo as well as okay, seven. So that slab behind that green
1: tarp. <laughs> you have $70,000 $70, $70, also. You know, but yeah, $70,000 for you're this house. you putting that towards a house that you could pay it off sooner than later. Or you could buy that house off in seven years instead of a 30- or 15-year loan. I mean, just come on. Just, just going to turn, turn off away way God, you
3: people. But uh, Club.
1: on another note, I'd also like to update everybody. I'm sure that, uh, we missed out on myself last week about the BMW that Ooh. decided to take shit on me. Um, I have replaced the camshaft position sensor inside the car the, couple, the day after and still won't run. I think I actually burned out the starter. Oh, so now I, to, now I have to put the starter in that. <laughs> You and know what your
2: mistake was?
1: I cleaned the vanos sensors. I bought the starter yesterday, and it was 170 bucks, including the core charge. So when I get take that out tomorrow, actually, I just plan on taking it out tomorrow and putting a new one in. Hopefully, it runs. So
2: buy oh, yeah, BMW ever, ever, okay. ever,
3: ever, All ever, on that ever, subject, ever, ever, ever. I just got I just got a bill from my BMW.
2: Oh Jesus Christ.
3: so um this is a car that's maybe worth ten thousand dollars um let's just go right from the top um good afternoon i hope you're doing well technician has inspected your bmw and found the following replace both front spring struts they are leaking three thousand one hundred and twenty seven dollars with labor uh replace front brake pads and rotors soon um thousand one hundred um, $200 for an oil change $185 for an engine air filter and finally $300 for a vehicle check fuel system service
0: well I recently had a fuck I a my life friend, I have a friend who the, the, basically VTEC and BMWs I forget what the hell it's called that thing what, broke when he, over, when he went over a pothole and it ended up breaking a bunch of other things
1: Seven thousand six hundred dollars in repairs. Yeah, and that's nuts. The, the, something the, crazy. Last week, which is you know, b- between the week of the my BMW breaking down, I had I to I had to resort to driving my Scion TC. I have an 05 Scion TC I bought for eighteen hundred bucks. Which and any good? Just, any BMW? Two thousand. I I just crossed forty-one thousand miles on it on the Scion, Scion TC. And once you know it, I get to work on Thursday, and this Thursday of last week, and I start pissing fuel. Just, I don't know. We're just pissing fuel. <laughs> you should stop and... drinking
3: fuel. <laughs> where, 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 where are scions made? Are they Japanese?
1: I think so. But anyway, a, I, uh, a I, have, I have a coworker um helped push my car oh, to the is, parking yeah. spot and it just pissed fuel all the way up until i got it fixed it was a 70 fix because what happened was a clamp on the gas tank popped off and the hose popped off and just pissed fuel out the whole time so everybody nice. at work is as, as as this thing was pissing fuel they're like hey we should just get a match and you know just light it just, just how, like, let me move
3: my. Car, how did the fire start, Mr. North? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bit um, of a long story. This is going to take more than just this little space.
2: Yeah. Right. Just don't buy a BMW. Just don't, don't ever buy a BMW. Like they, the last. Price. If you want to buy a BMW pre two thousand, I'm all for you. If you want to buy a BMW after two thousand, wait oh, until no, they're electric, because then at least when they go electric, you know, actually they'll still
3: be terrible. i'm I'm looking for an old e33 series from the late 80s yes getting getting rid of my 2011 and upgrading to a 30 year old car
2: just ever since bmw's had computers put in them they became dog shit which is really strange because i don't know how a german company can't figure out something because germans are incredibly efficient they're like kind of like
1: they must have hired a drunk irishman for that (laughs)
2: <laughs> never hire never hire an Irish person to do anything. We're yeah. lazy, lazy whiskey drinking. The slides. funniest
3: thing was, um, like the, I forget, I, maybe the E28 7 series or l- late 90s, early 2007 series. Yes, beautiful. They, they advertised that this car has more computers than the space shuttle. Little Which did they not, know that... that that's that, that, a that, terrible that, thing.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. that's not a good thing. The PlayStation yeah. 1 had more computers no no no
3: no. not 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 computing power computers so individual individual shit (sighs) that could fail yeah which meant the, the, the cigarette lighter had a
1: computer
0: That's
2: terrifying. Make
1: sure it's hot enough just to light your cigarette, but not hot enough to burn you. You
2: want to make sure that the cigarette lights at exactly 155 centigradios, because if we don't do that, then the experience of smoking will not
3: be good enough. Hans! Hans! (laughs) I I love BMW very dearly because by owning a BMW, I get to use BMW roadside assistance. And it's always the same. Some German guy answers. This time it was the best. He's like, my car broke a little while ago. We discussed it on the podcast. Ah, I see your car is kaput. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> kaput. Yeah. Done. I love kaput. kaput? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm uh, dear.
1: <laughs> and funny enough, I'm actually miles looking into buying kaput. a five uh, wagon. M5. Oh I want an M five wagon. So the one the, the the one before this, the my our generation Dan.
3: Mm-hmm. Um what I really want is um at O three M five, that that's like the peak of BMW. The yeah. Time. Yeah. I'm, those, I'm, I'm, those aren't reliable, but you're getting something that you can't get see, anymore. Do you know? Yeah. Do you
2: know what my biggest problem with BMW these days is? Is that like there is no situation where anyone says to me, "I'm thinking of getting a BMW," or "I'm not like get a Mercedes," because Mercedes yeah. is such Maybe a the well, it's just Mercedes done such a good job at appealing to the younger market now that there's just no reason to buy a BMW anymore. Like there's none, unless yeah, the you new enjoy one. being colonically touched. Let's say I don't want to use the, the new old ones.
3: Don't do anything, anything for me. They're just they're very disengaged. I mean. Yeah. Sort of, Um. The Model Three performance has stolen a lot of um M three buyers away. Yeah. It, it's kind of counterintuitive. But driving one of those cars, you you really feel engaged. The steering is super direct, and, yeah. it, it just kind of goes. And I mean, at
1: least before. I mean, even the M two I drove and the M three CES I drove, uh, is very involved. The the, the, the they're 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 very driver, um, whatever you call it. <laughs>
3: in you know, the moment yeah Focus. driver focused well,
1: driver focused
3: you know I, I can't wait for um um you know the w- once we start getting things like electric Miatas or um uh, porsche, makes, like, now. porsche makes like porsche makes like smaller lighter electric cars that are just like darty you drive the yeah. model and you get sort of like you get this dartiness and and it's like a company like porsche who know what they're doing and th- if they set that up nice, that, that, that could be a lot of fun. And, I hope. Uh, all right. Um, I've just received word that I have to get going. To okay. Cut yeah. this one short for me. but
0: we I've been trying to wrap this up for a while, but you guys yeah, just found a great conversation of talking about M3s. So, I mean. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which,
2: let's talk about the intricacies of vowel timings. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll,
1: let's discuss that. And Thanos. Before we get to note, that, we should wrap this up real quick before we all, like, <laughs> Do something. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah. We, shall we shall talk about.
3: about Roger... I gotta get back to my
2: meth lab anyway. No <laughs> Bye
0: guys. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. Have a, a great day, work. weekend, subscribe. evening. I hope,
1: we I hope you enjoyed. For some. Subscribe. And hit that bell button too for the notification.
2: Like, comment, and subscribe, as James may. Like,
3: subscribe. We should make a jingle. Somebody made a jingle. Like and subscribe, Alex.